Yo, 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 welcome back, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night to everybody listening to this podcast. What's going on, it's your boy Big Moose Thomason, it's the Big Moose Thomas Podcast, let's get it. Yes, 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 I love my, I love my applause, y'all know, for those who've been listening, man. Yo, so first things first, man, Chase Roulier goes in IR, man, uh, I believe he's down with a fractured fibula, ah, more sad news, man. Sorry about that, man. Um, Derek Forrest rejoins the 53-man roster because of that. So, I guess it's uh, I guess it should be. It's just not looking better, man. It's really hard. It's really hard, man. Um, on top of that, no major news as of today when it came to the trade deadline. So, yeah, it just wasn't. It wasn't good. Um, crazy thing is, we're down, but technically we're not out of the playoff race, which you would have thought uh, we were so far. So, um, man, let's talk about this, bro. Let's actually look at the schedule and see can we actually get to the playoffs, man. You know, playoffs. You know, yeah. Let's uh, um, let's get crazy in here, man. Let's get crazy. So let's look at the rest of our schedule, and I'm gonna call out some wins so far. Let's see what we can do. So, um, after the bye. November 14th, Buccaneers. I'm just trying to figure out how much we're going to lose by in that game, to be honest. Uh, I know. Um, yo, yo, I actually got faith in Heineke for that game. I don't know why. Don't quote me on it. Uh, actually, no, um, I guess you can quote me because I'm on the podcast. So, um, I don't know why, but, like, I really do have uh, us staying neck and neck in that game. And uh, we win one every year that no one thought we would. Like, for instance, I believe it was like two years ago when we beat Rodgers that night. Like, it was like a total, total beating. And then that time we beat the uh, Raiders as well. Like, that was a total beating. Um, I don't know, man. I'm going to call it, man. I'm going to call it, bro. I'm actually going to call it. Uh, I don't know why. I just got got that feeling. It's going to be that one game that we are not supposed to win that we somehow win and give false hope to this franchise and knock us down that many draft picks. Uh, um, and that's why we're going to be picking middle of the pack for some reason. So I'm calling that one a win. Uh, Panthers. I don't see him winning, losing twice. So I'm going to call that one a win. And Seahawks, I think Russell Wilson will be back. So I'm going to call that one a, a L. Raiders, I'm going to call it L. Cowboys, L, Eagles win, second Cowboys win, Eagles again win, Giants win. So I'm actually only calling one L for the rest of for that five uh, ends. I I really think we're gonna go four and one, and let me explain why. I know this is gonna sound crazy. Um, I know I sound crazy right now. Uh, I'm totaling us at going four and five, winning two, six, eight. Cool. Okay. I'm saying we're going to go eight and nine, and I know that sounds ridiculous at this point in time. Here we go. I think what's going to happen at the bye is we're going to do some major assessments, and I think we're going to see those changes that we've all been waiting to see, not just the landed college change that we finally got and just these like make haste changes like uh like the uh like Landon Collins uh dropping uh coming down or 
uh, the firing of um, of uh, Hopkins um, in exchange for Blewett. Uh, those are just hasty, bad calls. I really think these next two weeks we're going to see some major changes come through. And by major, I I think we're going to see um, uh, free the shades of Everett. I'm pretty sure he's going to be on the field more. I'm pretty sure we're going to see Cam Curl back in his original element. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to see um, uh, Gibson get healthy, come back, and be more explosive. And I really think we should actually see a return, not even a return, a true start for Curtis Samuel. If Curtis Samuel does not come back after the bye, he needs to go on IR. He needs to stop taking up that roster spot, like plain and simple. He needs to stop taking that up. I don't know why he's still there, but we do need to get him either on or off. Um, it's time to, you know what, to get off the pot, man. Um, I'm just tired of it, man. Like, I really need to see him uh, get better. And I really want to see him play. Like, no one here is saying that we don't want to see him play. Like, this isn't like that. This isn't like that situation where Ruben Foster was like, I don't know, man. I want to see. No, no, no. Everyone wants to see Curtis Samuel play. We all want to see that speed. We all want to see that duo line up and him and McLaurin and just decimate DBs. That's what we want to see. Excuse me. I know that um, – I know how they can get to the ball in the situations they need to get. Again, those 40, 50-yard bombs, I, I don't know. Possibly not those. But those nice 10, 15 yards, just poop. I mean, those bullets, I know Heineken can deliver on those bullets, and I know we can see both of those make mad production off of those, man. I just can't wait to see that, man. I don't know why I feel so positive all of a sudden because there's no reason to be positive. I think I think we've just been bad that long that I'm like, all right, cool. So it has to get better from here. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if that's foolish or not. We'll see. Uh, I don't think it's too crazy to see these wins. That I'm talking about, but who knows, man? I mean, like that Bucks one, like I said, I know that's wild. I know seeing Brady lose back to back is crazy, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I just got that feeling. Uh, uh, I just got that feeling. Um, uh, maybe aspirin finally got to me, man. <coughs> who knows? Who knows, man? Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe aspirin finally got to me, bro. But yo, like I said, that's what I see coming off the buy, and that's what I see going on during the buy. Um, I do see just some major changes. Like I said, like the biggest change I think I want to see is either Curtis Samuel is going to play or you got to put him on IR. But I want to see that done during the bye. I want to see you give me clear, clear, very clear status as to what's going on with Curtis Samuel. So either you're going to tell me, hey, look, he's not playing the rest of the season. Bam, it is what it is. I can accept that. I will not take this week to week any longer, man. This is just ridiculous. Uh, we're getting zero production out of him, but yeah, he's taking up a full roster spot that we know, we know we need receivers at, man. It's terrible. So let's just get that, uh, get that going on. But um, besides that, not seeing a lot of trade movement today, so really didn't see much trade movement. So I guess we're not gonna really pedal off everybody or sell the team. Uh, um, again, you know, this isn't like baseball where you know you gotta get some stuff back for you know certain things and all that. I make compensatory picks in, in the NFL. Ah, uh, they can mean everything. They can mean nothing at the same time. I don't know, man. The NFL draft is so, so complicated. Everything's so complicated about the sport that people are wondering why we're just now getting into analytics in the NFL because it was already complicated before we got the analytics. And now the analytics, it doesn't seem to be making it any more simple. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, if anything, the more NFL gets into analytics, the more we see how unpredictable the game 
this truly is. Um, I actually think if you take a step back and look at the NFL as a total sport and the way that the playoff system is set up, it actually is the most randomized playoff system in, I believe, all major sports, um, where the best team does not win all the time, which is crazy. <laughs> um, uh, which is crazy. Um, uh, but, I mean, it happens all the time because it's such a – it's such a gauntlet. I mean, you got to win every game. Like, there's, there's no losing in the uh, NFL playoffs, which is crazy to think about. Um, uh, in the NBA, you just got to win a series. Same in baseball, with the exception of the wild card game. Um, and people hate the wild card game in baseball. They're like, oh, this is too quick. I'm like, bro, that's that's the whole NFL. The whole NFL playoffs is just that. <laughs> Everything predicated on 60 minutes. Um, uh, uh, so, like, yeah. I mean, like, LeBron can come back and decimate like they can be down they can be down three to one and then come back and win the whole thing which is crazy uh yeah that's you don't you don't have that chance in the nfl you literally got those 60 minutes bro and you have to win that game if you don't see you next year try again do all 17 games over again to get to the spot and then you gotta win out it's crazy it's crazy man it's very it's very hard but um yeah i'm really i'm really glad we're to buy man like this was statistically the worst month for Washington football team ever. Uh, not, not, excuse me, not even statistically. I'm saying just with everything, there's never been a more horrible time to be a Washington football team fan than now, than this month. With the, again, with, with the on and off field debacles that they were, uh, it was just, it was, especially that game, it was just so hard to watch this Broncos game going into the bye, man. That's when we just knew, bro. It's like, there's nothing left. There's nothing left. There's nothing left, man. Like, that's when the phone felt like there's nothing left. And now I'm looking at the bye, and I've had two days to let it sink in. I'm like, all right, man. Well, you know what? Here's how you make the run, and here's why. And I'm telling you all that now. Like I said, like, figure out what's going on with Curtis Samuels, figuring out what's going on with Antonio Gibson, free the shades of Everett, um, let Cam Curl play, D-line keep doing what you're doing, and can somebody please coach Chase Young? Uh, it's looking like he's relying way too much on natural talent out there. And natural talent will only get you one season, which we saw so far. Um, after that, you do have to change up. So, like, everyone knows that. I feel like everyone in the NFL knows that. Um, the natural talent will only get you so far, that you do got to change up. Um, and then that's when the mental aspect of it comes into play. And I think that's what's happening to Chase Young every play is that he's just getting mentally beat every play. I mean, I see him crashing so far outside trying to get to the quarterback. Like, this isn't college, man. Like, these quarterbacks are getting it now one to two seconds, man. Like, like you're not getting a three to four second long hold, man. <laughs> like, like, this isn't college anymore. But these dudes, these dudes are professionals just like you, man. And I want to see you actually stick to it and try to make something happen, man. But um, uh, Chase is going to get better. Uh, if we saw anything um, for the Broncos game, anything. I mean, like, the shining light was seeing Chase actually make that strip. I'm like, okay, well, he's still there. So, I know he still has it. He's still playing to the end, and I got to respect that. Um, like I said, Jonathan Allen is the true leader. Oh, I'm sorry. Last thing. Um, Jonathan Allen is the leader of the Washington football team, for y'all who don't know. Uh, I don't know why in advertisements they don't show it like that, but they should. I mean, I know it's not sexy. To have an interior D lineman, not even an ex interior D lineman, be the tackle, uh, excuse me, be the uh, uh, be the leader of the team. But it's the truth, man. 
I mean, the way that guy speaks, his tone, uh, um, the way he holds himself accountable, his D-line, the, the, the defense. Like, no one will come out against him because they know he's the leader and they know he's right. Um, and it's just sad because I want to see that my quarterback, and I haven't seen that yet. And, man, I mean, it's just it's just sad. It's just sad, man. Uh, like, this game, uh, this game really, really hurt me as a fan. Um, also, hearing everything about the fan experience at other stadiums now as we go different places. Like, I was listening to the uh, Washington Football um, Washington Football Talk podcast with J.P. Finley and them. Um, when they were telling me about how, like, uh, Maha Stadium is, like, downtown. They got the bus outside, in, 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 like, everyone's bus outside. And uh, fans can take pictures with it and, and how they, like, how when the fans are there, they show the attendance, and then they cheer. Then they show tickets sold. Then they cheer. Then they show, and then and then, and then they show how many people didn't show up, and they boo for that. Like I thought that was cool. I thought that was something that the Washington Football Team would never do. But then they got to be brutally honest with how many people are not showing up to those games. Like they got to be so. It's gonna be so disappointing when you see like, hey, thirty thousand people not in attendance. Like, yeah, like it's gonna be crazy. Not gonna be boos. It's gonna be like crickets, brother. That's, that's scary. Um, like I said, it's just it's just bad. It's just bad when it comes to the fan experience. Um, because like FedEx isn't anywhere. I mean, it's in Landover, and I'm so happy for that. By the way, so you'll never like, like the hard part about the stadium to me is that uh, being from PG, uh, I love that it's in PG. I just hate the fan experience. Like you could do so much with that. Like you can bring it to National Harbor. Um, there's still so much land around National Harbor, and it's right by Virginia, too. You got the casino and everything right there. You still got 95 right there. Like, man, like, it would be so cool if they brought it to National Harbor somehow, man. I mean, like, it's right next to D.C. right there, too, as well. So, like, you're playing as close to D.C. as possible while still keeping the Prince George's County, while being right next to the casino, while being right next to the outlets, man. And there's still so, and there's still open land around there. So I would love to see the stadium move down to National Harbor. Like, that would be dope. That'd be the dopest experience, man. But like, they just gotta put it. I think where like all those trees are, and there's still houses kind of around National Harbor. If you ever been down there, so for y'all don't know, um, National Harbor is technically Oxen Hill. So, um, uh, yeah, like they just brought it down. There's still a couple of homes down there. If you brought them out and put that stadium right there, you already got the park situation going up. It's already made for mass events because of the uh casino right there and the fights that they have. And now you're gonna bring in the stadium. Bruh, it'll be so lit. It'll be so lit, man. Yo, could you imagine? All right, not having to drive. Not having to drive. Coming to the game early, drinking at the casino, placing your bet, going to the game, enjoying the game. Somehow we win. <laughs> In this situation, we win. Um, uh, somehow you win. Come on out. Get some Ben and Jerry's. Look at the beautiful waterfront. Get on the wheel. Go to the top. Take a picture. Come back down. And go back to the casino. That also has, four, I believe, like 500 rooms. So you can actually make a full event out of it for traveling fans. And FedEx is not like, it's weird because you got to go to D.C. Then you got to come back out. You got to find a place to stay. It's not on the best side of Landover, if we're going to be honest, man. It's kind of weird around the stadium. Like, for some reason, like, they built around the stadium. They built, like, these townhomes. 
I don't know who thought that was a good idea. Like it's like a mixed use thing. It's just it's just weird they built that they built all that there. It's like I don't know why you did that. But yeah, like building that stadium right there. Oh, especially in the summertime when you got the summertime concerts going and everything with National Harbor right there. Come on. Come on, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. I might be in the wrong profession, man. Come on. Come on. Come on, man. You can't tell me National Harbor would be the perfect place in the DMV to put it right now, man. So you already got everything there for it. Um that's the perfect place for it. Uh, there's no other place in the DMV that still has that open area for you to do it in while still having the populace that goes there. Because a lot of people go to National Harbor, and it's a beautiful place to go to, especially, like, in the wintertime, too. And, uh, like, all, all year round, it's a great place to go. So I don't know where else you can go. Like I said, you could possibly go to old RFK, but I believe uh, I believe they already had that site repurposed. Uh, so you're going to have to kind of fight for it. And then you got to build that area back up. So... Uh, you left that area 20, what, 25, 26 years ago. So now you got to build that area back up if you want to be there, which is hard in itself. But, yeah, I really think I really think going to National Harbor would be the best option for the team, man. I really I really would love that. Um, and then we got the whole talk about the team name. Yo, what's crazy, man? We've been so bad that the talk about the team name has been the last subject. Like, that's not even a punchline anymore. Like, that's how bad we've been. Like the like the team top is not even a punchline anymore, man. It's been that bad for us, man. Like it's it's getting like I said, it's it's hard to watch. We're just tired. We're just tired. But hey, man, I know we tired, but yo, get some sleep because we come back at it <sighs> November fourteenth, man. So let's see my predictions hold true. Like I said, I could be crazy. I could just be talking on the side of my neck, man. Yo, it's your boy Big Moose Thomas. Follow me on all platforms at Big Moose Thomas. You can follow me on Twitter. Uh, that's my main spot where I'll be at mostly it's gonna be big moves time um Instagram I'm not really active on there but follow me on there TikTok uh it's not football related but I would love to follow and if you want to follow on there um and last but not least the big moves time podcast thank y'all for listening uh on every platform please again like like rate follow subscribe whatever you gotta do man to stay engaged I love all y'all man thank y'all very much for your time man it means a lot to me man again it's your boy big moves time I'm out